Welcome to Just Another Show. Thanks for tuning in. Your hosts today are myself, George, Greg, and Carrie. Say hello, everybody. What's up, what's up? What's up, beautiful people? Meet you all, bitches. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> all right. Um, we uh, missed a couple weeks, or did we miss one week? I got a new name last week. I don't, I don't remember, but I don't think so. Um, but we back, and uh, we're just going to kick it off the way that we normally kick it off. How everyone's uh, week, or I guess last two weeks have been. Start off with Jade, ladies first. How has your last couple of weeks been? Um, You know, chilling. They've been good, just school, work, and home. Nothing special. Okay, dope, dope, dope. Uh, George? Um, shit, you know, uh, it's been uh, it's been all right. Nigga got uh, vaccinated. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. Same. Same. I got that Johnson & Johnson. I guess we'll we'll get into that whole shtick later. Uh, For me, uh, everything good. Uh, I'm going to Houston um, for a wedding this weekend. And I guess it should be noted, say this early in the podcast, it is, we're recording this April 14th, so Wednesday. But um, yeah, looking forward to a good good brother getting married um and also just Houston in general um so that's cool uh Greg oh uh, you know my last two weeks been pretty relaxing I went to uh South Carolina to my grandmother last week and it was just calm and peaceful it's not like Atlanta nothing like Atlanta mm-hmm. not, not a lot of traffic not a lot of people not a lot of noise so that was a good getaway but you know I mean I've been pretty good. Pretty, I said good. I don't know what the fuck I was just trying to say. I've been pretty good. I've been cool, you know. Nothing, nothing, nothing major happened. But, you know, life ain't horrible. I say that blessing every day. Amen to that, man. Amen to that. Um, what else I was going to say? Oh, okay, cool. So, we're going to start this off with uh, the COVID numbers um, right out the gate. So once again, it is April 14th, recording this uh, about 8 o'clock, and uh, the COVID numbers are coming from John Hopkins University, as they always do. And right now, globally, uh, confirmed cases of COVID-19, we are at 138 million confirmed cases of COVID-19. The U.S. is uh, still leading that uh, charge with 31.4 31.4 million uh, confirmed cases of COVID-19. India has is in second place with 13.8 uh, confirmed cases of COVID-19. Uh, Brazil is in third with 3.6 million. France is in fourth with 5.2. And Russia is in fifth with 4.6. Um, as far as Canada is concerned, Canada right now, they have 
They got to pass a million. Yeah, uh, Canada's passed a million. They're at a million and 93,000 confirmed cases of COVID-19. Um, but they still only really have one, two, three, four, five, six, six big hotspots um, compared to the entire map of the U.S. being covered. Listeners, if you want to know what I'm talking about, just go um, Google the John Hopkins COVID tracker and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It's kind of wild. Um, global deaths. At the moment, we are at 2.9 million uh, global deaths due to uh, related to COVID-19. The U.S. is leading that charge as well with 564,000 deaths uh, due to COVID-19 or complications of COVID-19. Um, Brazil is in second place with that with uh, 361,000 confirmed deaths. And Mexico is in third, actually, with 210,000 deaths. So that's where we are with the countries. As far as the states, uh, let me get to the states. The leading state is still California when it comes on to confirmed cases of COVID. Uh, California is leading with 3.7 million confirmed cases. Texas is in second place with 2.8 million confirmed cases of COVID-19. Florida is in third with 2.1. New York is in fourth with 1.9. Illinois is in fifth with 1.2. Georgia is, wait a minute, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Georgia actually dropped to seventh. Georgia has been in sixth place for like three months straight. Um, Pennsylvania has taken Georgia's place as sixth uh, with 1,090,000 confirmed cases. And Georgia has 1,078,000 confirmed cases. Um, that's where Georgia's at right now. Uh, South Carolina has 564,000 confirmed cases of COVID-19. Um so that's it for the COVID numbers. Uh, we can kind of move into the, vac the vaccine numbers. So as it stands, and this is coming from the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, or the CDC, um, the total uh, vaccine doses that have been delivered in the US is 250.9 million uh, vaccine doses that have been delivered. Out of that, what has been administered so far is 194 million, 194.7 million actually, that have been administered. So if you want to look at the percentage, the percentages, um, the amount of people that have received at least one dose of any vaccine is 123.9 million people so far. Um, fully vaccinated right now, we're at 76.6 million. Um, so if you want to break that down by percentage of the total population, the 37.3% uh, of the total population has had at least one dose. 23% um, of the population has been fully vaccinated. So that's how you break those numbers down. Um, 
if you want to break it down by vaccine type, uh, there has been a hundred one hundred point eight million Pfizer vaccines that have been administered. Moderna has had uh, eighty six point two million uh, vaccine doses that have been administered, and Johnson and Johnson has had seven point five million uh, total. Uh, doses that have been administered so far in the country. And there is still this not identified vaccine type <laughs> um, with 161,000. I don't know who the fuck is taking those. I don't know what that is. They don't even have a name for it. It just says not identified. Um, but those are the numbers for by vaccine type. Um, let's see. And I believe that's that's all we have for vaccinations in terms of numbers. Um, more news. Uh, today is the 14th, like I said. So we're not late on this. Um, Biden has apparently, or, originally Biden had said that he wanted all adult, what is it? All adults to be eligible to take the vaccine by May 1st. He has moved that num. he's moved that date up. So right now he has has it to where across the country, every adult should be eligible to take the vaccine by April 19th. So we moved it up two weeks. Um, so if you haven't gotten your vaccine yet, contemplating getting your vaccine, um, it's not available in your area or you don't qualify for whatever state you live in because you're over the age of 18 or whatever, um, you should be able to get a vaccine and be eligible to receive it um, by the 19th of April or or at least that day or after. Um, so there's, there's that. Uh, and then we have a whole bunch of other vaccine progress things that I, I, don't, I don't even know where to start first. I, I'll just list them out and y'all can choose. Okay, so there's the question of how long the, vac the vaccine actually lasts. I have an article on that. Then we have the uh, the idea of emergency use versus FDA approval. Then we have um, the Johnson & Johnson uh, vaccine being halted uh, by the CDC and FDA. Which one of these should we start with first? Because <laughs> they're all uh, interesting to some degree. And somewhat myth-busting, I think. Um, let me see. Make sure I pull this up because I have Fauci on record. I think maybe I don't know. Focus on. Uh, Y'all care which one? Uh, not particularly. Okay. Okay, so we'll uh we will start with probably the most. They're all kind of important. Well, we'll just start with the thing that, that just happened not too long ago. So um, Johnson & Johnson, uh, that vaccine was paused um, due to uh, rare cases of uh, blood clots that have been occurring. Um, this I'm reading this article from ABC News. This is literally, this was published today, as in April 14th today, at 5.30. <laughs> It is eight o'clock. This was three hours ago. This is fresh off. Um, 
And it basically is saying, I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs, an advisory panel from the CDC declined to make any new recommendations on the use of the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine, which will remain paused as the investigation into rare reports of severe blood clots continues. Many of the experts on the committee said that they did not have enough information at the time to make a decision, particularly while the other two COVID vaccines authorized in the U.S. are widely available and have such no and have no such safety concerns. It will be at least a week until the panel is scheduled to reconvene. Um, I have a quote from a Dr. Bell, uh, Dr. Dr. Beth Bell. Uh, she says, we do, and I quote, we do need we do need to better understand the risks, which we know is going to be very rare, very low, but we really don't know exactly how low or how to best treat case uh, treat these cases. Um, and she's a part of the she's a she's a doctor and she's also a part of the advisory panel and a clinical professor in the Department of Global Health at the University of Washington in Seattle. Uh, the article goes on to say that most experts agree that the continued pause on the Johnson Johnson use should not be indefinite and would like to reconvene within the coming weeks to make a decision. Um, so that is what's going on with the blood clots. Uh, it was actually paused on, for those who want to know the actual date, it was paused. I believe it was paused on Tuesday, the 13th of April, if I'm not mistaken, officially. Um, and it was all 50 states that stopped it. Uh, there were six cases involved um, that where they saw rare blood clots in vessels leading out of the brain called cerebral, cerebral venous sin, sinus thrombosis, holy shit, or CVST, um, as well as low levels of, of platelets. All of the cases were in white women <clears throat> between the ages of eight. That was really bad. That was really badly timed. I was that <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to apologize for it. I'll be nice today. Um, all cases were in uh, white women between the ages of 18 and 48 and occurred six to 13 days after they received the shot. Three patients also developed clots in other parts of their body. No one was pregnant or had recently given birth. Three were obese. Okay, they're going out there. Three of the women were obese. One person reported hormone therapy. I don't know what that means, hormone therapy. For pregnancy or uh, that? IVF and stuff. Yeah. Have you, oh, 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 okay. Uh, no other pre-existing conditions linking the cases were identified. One person in Virginia died. Yikes. Um, who was a woman? Uh, four patients have not yet recovered. The sixth has been released from the hospital. Uh, the seventh patient is a 59-year-old woman developed deep vein thrombosis thrombosis that condition usually involves clotting in the legs or clotting clots in the legs there was also a discussion of a case of a 25 year old man who developed cvst during the clinical trials after receiving the vaccine 
Uh, another person experienced the same blood clot, but had received the placebo during the child, the trial, not the actual shot. That's interesting. Uh, though extremely rare, uh, another doctor, Tom uh, uh who is also a member of the CDC's COVID-19 vaccine task force, he said that um, he estimated the clotting events to be at least three times higher than what would normally occur in women between the ages of 20 and 50. Um, and the article goes on and on for a couple of more paragraphs, but I think that was enough information. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on with the Johnson & Johnson uh, vaccine. And um, obviously George had mentioned that he's taken uh, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and stuff like that. So just got to wait it out. They say 16, six, six days, six to 13 days for anything weird to happen. Um, I also have a, I think I have Fauci somewhere on my computer talking about this, if I could find it. Um, one second. Come on. Here we go. All right. So this is coming from the Hill. Uh, make sure I turn this up. It's 45 seconds. Uh, this is him somewhat talking about the strong similarities between the, J the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and the AstraZeneca vaccine that has been going. The AstraZeneca vaccine, for those who don't know, is the vaccine that was given out and distributed for a little bit in Europe um, and is that the west? No, the eastern side of the world for those who live in the United States, and they since halted the AstraZeneca vaccine um, due to blood clots. So here is Sir Fauci. They want to see if there's any clues of other things going on. Were there any underlying? For example, if they're going to just a hypothetical, if they're going to make a decision to go forward and say, you know, we looked at this. If they find some common denominators among the women who were involved that might be synergizing and essentially uh, enabling this type of an adverse event, they may know that for those who don't have that, it may be much safer. There may be clues when you go down and really get granular about every single case. In addition, they want to look at what some of the mechanisms are. The mechanisms may give some insight as to what is going on. Okay, so uh, again, they're looking into it. Uh, it's six cases. I know six cases is enough for most people to say "fuck that shit," but um, it is six. Out cases. of six point eight million shots. Uh, out of six, how many shots? Oh, that's right. I have the numbers right here. Duh. Six cases out of, according to the CDC. Uh, seven. Wait, is that the right number? Administered, no, delivered, not no. Okay, administered. Seven point five million doses have been given of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, according to the CDC, today. So, six out of that. <laughs> Greater than one million. I don't chance. know what the. Okay, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, hey. Um, 
So that is that. Any other things in regard to the Johnson and Johnson vaccine being halted and any relation to Fauci or anything I may have missed? Anything like that before I move on to the next thing, which is how long the vaccine actually lasts? Do that next. I heard somewhere that women are more likely to develop blood clots from birth control than, I guess, this vaccine. Theoretically, that's uh, that's interesting. I would imagine it depends on the birth control, right? Probably. I don't, I don't think the type control. of birth control. I don't either. Don't look at me. You were you you ventured that lifestyle. Okay, so now I'm the expert on birth control. Hell yeah! Just like I white people expect niggas to be the expert of niggadism. You are our expert of feminism. Mm. Well, Jade, I don't expect you to answer Thanks. that. Actually, I I don't want you to answer that because that you're not you don't speak for all women. You're on this podcast. <laughs> so, okay. You speak for all the women on this podcast. Why I am the all the women on this podcast. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So here's another question that's been um, floating around and stuff like that. And there's actually, conveniently, um, an article, uh, who would have thought, on uh, the question of how long will the COVID-19 vaccine protection last and what doctors know so far. Uh, This is coming from Yahoo News. Uh, This was published a few days ago, April 6th. So this information may have changed, just FYI. But um, if you want to look it up, listeners, you can just type in how long will the COVID-19 vaccine protection last, and you'll pull up a whole bunch of different uh, articles. Google is somewhat your friend. I'm not going to say is your friend, but is somewhat helpful to some degree. Okay, to get into the argument, uh, to to the article. Uh, More than 63 million people have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Obviously, that number is larger since this has come out. This article came out a week ago. Um, And uh, recently, the U.S. hit a new record by administering more than 4 million doses in 24 hours. That's interesting. Uh, Joe Biden has also confirmed that a majority of the U.S. adults will be eligible for the vaccine by April 19th. He reported that. Um, Already, clinical trials have shown that the authorized coronavirus vaccines are safe and highly effective at preventing severe forms of COVID-19, but there is still one question that researchers are in the process of answering, which is how long does the vaccine protection actually last? Um, On April 1st, Pfizer announced that its COVID vaccine offers up to six months of strong protection against symptomatic COVID-19, specifically Data from its phase three study shows that the vaccine was only 91.3% effective at preventing COVID-19 for up to six months after the second dose and 100% effective against severe diseases or severe disease as defined by the CDC. So I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago now uh, where the COVID-19, the, the vaccine is not going to stop you from getting COVID. It's going to stop you from dying from COVID, if I said that right. Did Correct. I say that right? Did that make sense? Correct. Huh? 
Okay, cool. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on in the story. Uh, at this point, uh, I have a I have an exp- I have a quote from a William Schaffner, MD. He is an infectious disease specialist and a professor at the Vanderbilt University School of Medicine. And he says, and I quote, six months is the time frame for which they have secure information. Uh, but that doesn't mean that the vaccine is only good for six months, uh, end quote. It's possible that the Pfizer vaccine and others like it will provide immunity for longer than, for longer than that. Uh, I have another disease expert here, Amish Adela, who's an MD, senior scholar at the John Hopkins Center for health security, um, who 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 said who said that? Um, let me see. He he bases his prediction from what we know about the flu vaccine, which is good for for at least a year. So um, I know niggas don't take flu vaccines. I was one of those niggas. Salute to Alia because uh, I told her that and she cussed me out and promptly took my ass to Kroger to get the <laughs> flu vaccine. Um, <laughs> um, in that order and uh, while my mom is a nurse who gets a flu shot every year and stuff like that uh, so I was one of those niggas and I feel you niggas you know what I'm saying y'all don't take flu shots and stuff like that but you know yeah um, here we go let's see uh, as for Moderna because I talked a lot about Pfizer as for Moderna and Johnson & Johnson um, those were authorized by the FDA after the Pfizer vaccine. So there's currently less data on their long-term efficacy. Um, Let's see. And I have a quote from another uh, MD, Richard Watkins, another doctor and infectious disease specialist and professor of internal medicine at the Northeast Ohio Medical University. He believes Moderna's vaccine will provide protection for a similar period of time as Pfizer's vaccine, since it has the same mechanism of action, both Pfizer and Moderna vaccines use mRNA technology. Um, for all you niggas out there that think that the vaccine is changing your DNA. Uh, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine uses a different mechanism. It's a traditional, ooh, what is that word? Adenovirus, adenovirus uh, vaccine, like the flu vaccine, but it should still offer protection over a similar period of time that is noted by uh, Dr. Schaffner. Um, And the reason is because the outcome that happens due to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is antibodies to the uh, SARS-CoV-2 is the same with both types of vaccines. Um, And then the other question that people are asking Maybe this could be the end of. Oh no, they're still they're talking about booster shots now and stuff. Um, the other people that people ask, the questions that people ask is, what will happen when the protection of from COVID nineteen vaccine from the COVID nineteen vaccination wears off? Uh, quite frankly, it's not entirely clear right now. Um, but Dr. Schaffner says it won't be like an on and off switch. If protection from the vaccines wear off wears off, it will fade slowly. Uh, because every person's immune system is slightly different, it may happen at different at a different pace for each individual. The good news is, doctors believe that if vaccinated people end up contracting COVID nineteen down the road, their symptoms will certainly be less severe. Um, 
A small study published in January found that 95% of people who contracted COVID-19 still had antibodies to the virus up to eight months after they were infected. And an expert predicts, and experts predict that protection from the vaccine will last longer than natural immunity, AKA being ill with COVID-19 and recovering. So I'm gonna pause right there. Uh, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, people have also said that, hey, I had COVID-19, never went to go get a test, mind you, never went to go get a test. But they'll say, hey, I had COVID-19 in like December because I was sick. So it must have been COVID. So I got the antibodies. So I'm good. Nigga, what? I don't need to take the vaccine. If you actually had COVID, yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah, that, that's some logic that people use. Like, I feel like I had COVID because I was coughing. <laughs> I had a fever. I couldn't breathe. And then I got better. So I must have had COVID. Hmm. Never got a test, but I think I had COVID. So I'm the so, me. I, <laughs> so, you know, I don't really need to take the vaccine because I got the antibodies. I'm good. I'm good. So, um, yeah. Just for those who think like that, who may listen to this podcast, you may want to consider that you may have had, I don't know, just a regular cold common cold you may have had a fever you may have had something else than covid maybe could have had the flu maybe um you never got tested so you don't know now um if you do want to if you feel fine right now and you're not sick or nothing like that and you feel like you may have had covid in the past what you can do uh is actually go get tested for anti antibodies and you can look that up um, CVS does it, Walgreens does it, um, where they can actually test and see if it, if COVID was any, any version of it was in your system. Um, and you can do that testing. So, you know, just, just an option there. If you really wanted to kind of confirm that, um, but back to the article, uh, here's another question that people ask, will a booster dose of the COVID-19 vaccine be necessary? Uh, Pfizer and Moderna are studying whether a booster shot may be helpful in maintaining the COVID-19 protection following initial vaccination, especially when it comes on to newly emerging variants. Um, <clears throat> one of the doctors, uh, Dr. Ad Adalja, says it's too early to determine whether or not booster, booster doses may be needed and what the interval may be. Um, but there's a good chance follow-up shots will be necessary, especially since there is a rare but real chance of having a breakthrough infection. What the hell is a breakthrough infection? Uh, this occurs when some oh, this occurs when someone who is fully immu uh, immunized against the virus still ends up being infected by it. Uh, Let's see, Dr. Schaffner says these vaccines that we're using, the, these vaccines that we are using are fabulous, but they are not perfect. Um, while they are incredibly effective at preventing serious disease, there is still a slim chance for a minor COVID-19 Ill illness to occur after vaccination. Um, I would think that we would need to start boostering at some point, whether it's an annual or every two or five years. Uh, this virus will likely be with us for a long time, the way influenza, the flu, 
uh, currently is, and there will be variants and mutations that would require a booster to target them. So speaking of variants, so there are um, people, y'all might have heard about like people being like, oh my God, the Pfizer vaccine or the Moderna vaccine doesn't protect against this variant that's in South Africa or this variant of COVID that's in London right now. And they've cited it in several different states in America. And it's going to be the thing that infects everyone different. Once again, <laughs> we have flu shots every year. Okay. <laughs> the flu has different variants all over the place. Hence, why we get flu shots every year. At least you're supposed to. I know niggas don't believe that, but that's supposed to. I was one of them niggas. That's what's supposed to happen. The reason why you get flu shots every year is because the flu don't stop. Ever. I think the flu kills a million people a year or something like that. Don't quote me on that. Go look it up for yourself. But the flu kills a lot of motherfuckers a year. Like, a lot. Milana, George, fact checking on no this. Cap, no cap, sir. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm just you know just 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 saying. Um, so if we would need a booster shot, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised um, if we needed a booster shot personally. Um, any questions about anything I just read in regards to how long the COVID vaccine will potentially last? I guess I'm just wondering how it's gonna look like having to re-administer the shots possibly later on like is that going to be like one of those things where like oh insurance will take care of it or it's just free come and get one or like are people going to have to pay for it well i hate to continue to use flu, the flu as an example but the flu shots are free if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. they're think- free if you have insurance Oh, are, okay. Um, okay. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. But I think I think it'll be some version of how they handle flu shots. So if flu shots are free with insurance, which is unfortunate, um, it probably should be something like that. Uh, I also wonder. If they're going to, if this thing is so serious, I don't want to downplay it, but if it's so serious and it gets to that point, I wonder if they're going to start putting it on the list of things. I know people don't remember this, maybe. We should because we're young enough to remember this, but putting it on the list of things to get immunized for when you go to school, public school, anyway. I don't know about private school, but public school. Ask your parents people you have been vaccinated for shit before (laughs) whether you remember or not you have been vaccinated for smallpox measles chicken pox if you never had chicken pox you never had chicken pox huh do they still do polio vaccines i don't even know if they i think they i think they had to start um, there was a situation a couple years ago where, like, there was an outbreak of either polio or measles. I think it was measles, um, because a bunch of parents decided not to like vaccinate their kids to go to school or something, and then it turned into this thing. A couple of kids got measles, and then a lot of kids got measles because that's how viruses work. 
and then it became a problem. I don't remember what state it was. I just remember it was a couple of years ago, and it was like a, it was a, it was a small pocket in a some state that that happened. But guys, <laughs> I asked my mom the other day. Now my mom is a nurse, so this is a little different. I asked my mom the day the other day, like because my mom had shingles. I don't know if I you know told you that my mom had single shingles, and uh, shingles is basically grown up chick, uh, chicken pox, and um. But you know, way worse because you're a grown up. Um, and I, we were having a conversation, and I was like, "Ma, did I did I ever get a chickenpox vaccine or whatever?" And she was like, "Carrick, I have all your cards. I have your vaccination cards. Like, I have your, <laughs> I have all of your stuff from when you were in like kindergarten. Like, you got vaccinated for everything in New York. You got vaccinated for everything. So, I'm just saying, guys, this is not new." Okay, let's not act like this is some new groundbreaking novel, like, oh my God, they're trying to, it's not a a foreign concept and neither are vaccination passports. I hate to bring that into it too, but that's not a new, that's not new either. Um, So just, just FYI for people. Um, Do y'all remember? Y'all getting shot for, for to go to school and stuff? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Plus, you had to get more than, or at least for me, I had to get more than before I went to high school. So. Oh, for real? Yeah. And then there was some oh, more I, I was supposed that. to go back for, but by that time, I was technically an adult. And, you know, kids don't make doctor appointments, so. That's funny. Um, cool. Okay. Um, I'm not going to talk about that thing, Biden. I will. T- okay. So, ugh, another thing um, emergency use authorization versus FDA approval. This popped up in one of these group meetings that we're in the other day. Um, so, I have an article about it. All right. Uh, this is coming from W uh, USA uh, nine, and um, it was published. It was updated April thirteenth, so it's it's uh, and today's the fourteenth, so it's been it's pretty fresh. So here's what this article uh, talks about. Um, it came up, the article was written because two viewers apparently reached out to the Verify team about, uh, or the news station's Verify team about the FDA, the difference between FDA emergency use authorization, also known as EUA, and how it differs from full FDA approval. Um, so the formal question, um, well, one of the formal questions was, when will the FDA approve the vaccine and why have they not already? Uh, uh, and then another person had sent in, is it correct that the COVID-19 vaccines are not yet approved by the FDA and are only approved for emergency use? Why haven't, they, why haven't the COVID-19 vaccines been fully approved by the FDA yet? What is the criteria that has to be met for vaccines to be fully approved by the FDA? How long does it take for a vaccine to be fully approved by the FDA? That was the other 
uh, submission that that happened. Um, so there are sources before I go through their sources. Um, they had an FDA spokesperson, a Pfizer spokesperson. Uh, they had a Moderna press release that they used, a Johnson & Johnson press release that they used, uh, Dr. William Schaffner, who I just talked about in another article, who is a professor of infectious diseases at Vanderbilt University and Medical Center, um, and an affiliate of the CDC's Advisory Committee on the, immuniza the Immunization Practices, a Dr. Arnold Monto, who is a professor of epidemiology at University of Michigan School of Public Health and acting chair of FDA's vaccine and related biological products advisory committee. Okay, those are, her, those are their sources. This is how they responded. There are two ways to get a vaccine greenlit by the FDA. One, emergency use authorization or by applying for a license through the biologics license application or the BLA. Uh, the only difference between the emergency use and the licensure is that volunteers are observed for a longer period of time to see the duration of protection. And if there might be rare adverse events that occurred down the road, that came from Dr. Schaffner. Um, let's see, Dr. Monto said, after the, the clinical trials are finished, the difference between the emergency use authorization and the full licensure for the public's information or knowledge is basically the duration of follow-up or safety, not efficacy. Efficacy requirements are the same for both types of, uh, for both emergency use authorization and um, full licensure. Okay, so the, the emergency use authorization, it's an average of about two months, but for a license, it's six months are required. Uh, a spokesperson, spokesperson from the FD, for the FDA backed that up and said they usually expect manufacturers to provide data from study participants from at least six months after the vaccination when applying for the license. So between the EUA and the license, the EUA was the quicker option to get vaccines out to save lives. Think of it as a fast-tracked version rather than a standard one. Um, I read this to Alia today and she was like, oh, so this is Amazon shipping. <laughs> it's, Amazon, it's Amazon one day shipping versus UPS ground rate, I guess you could say. Um, EUA only come into, EUAs only come into play if the Secretary of Health and Human Services deems them necessary and they're generally temporary as opposed to licensure. Uh, and then they go on to say that, you know, applying for a license is no joke. There are 21 pages worth of criteria for a COVID-19 vaccine um, for the licensure on FDA's uh, website. They take into account the chemistry, manufacturing, and clinical trials. Um, a Pfizer spokesperson said that they plan to submit a BLA in 2021. S same with Moderna and Johnson & Johnson, according to their press releases. Uh, just because the vaccines are under a EUA, our experts say that doesn't inherently make them less safe. Um, so that is pretty much the rest of it. And then they give out numbers like 75 million people 
have been vaccinated in the United States with these vaccines. And by this point, it's been 130 million people that have been vaccinated. And we have only had one serious adverse type of reaction occur. That came from Dr. Schaffner, who was refer referencing the issue of anaphylaxis. Uh, it occurs about two to four times for every million doses administered. So these are really not, so these are really not only very effective vaccines, but wonderfully safe vaccines. Hmm. So um, did that explain anything <laughs> to anyone? That was a lot. <laughs> I hope that helped somebody. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know. I found the shit, came up and grouped me. I thought it was funny. It's not really funny, but I thought it was funny. And um, that's what it is. Uh, any questions about that? Emergency no, use, barely, FDA approval. I can barely even comprehend because it's stupid pretty fucking straightforward. You said what? <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So that's enough of the maybe like information portion of this uh, thing out of out of biology class. Um, just some quick hitters. Starting April fifteenth, which hmm, I guess is tomorrow. Um, California will allow indoor concerts, theater performances, and other private gatherings, um, which means California is lit. Uh, they are going to uh, allow for NBA games. Um, they won't require testing or proof of vaccination for some of those events, but they do. They will still limit the number of people allowed to attend. Um, so that's California. Uh Let me see. Also, Georgia. Georgia will lift. I'm trying to see if I can find the actual date for that. For Georgia's. Georgia. Damn it. Hold on a second. Oh. Okay. Georgia is open for business. Uh, Kemp lifts. Uh, many COVID-19 restrictions. Um, he put out an executive order removing most statewide restrictions taking effect Thursday, April 8th. So we're a little bit behind on this, but Georgia's open as if niggas didn't know that already. But um, no more six foot distancing requirements for businesses, no more restrictions on the size of gatherings, no more shelter in place required, no more enforcement of the remaining restrictions. Service employees must still wear masks. Um, many restaurants, bars, and other businesses are ready to increase their capacity. Um, so that's Georgia. Uh, oh, Delta. Uh, also, Delta Airlines released that they will start filling the middle seats of um, aircrafts beginning May 1st, uh, and they will start serving, um, they'll start doing food and drink service, uh, so you can get your, 
fresh, you know, ginger ale and biscuits, biscuits again. Um, what I love those biscuits though, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, the biscuits. <laughs> the biscuits hit different when you thirty thousand feet in the air. <laughs> um, so there's that, and um. Virginia was this, the first southern state to to legalize weed. Way off the beaten path, but just FYI for niggas, four twenty is coming up, um, and yes, Virginia is active and puffing. So, uh, that that is also something. Um, hmm, that's all I got. I got random stuff on here, but. If y'all got anything else that I missed in terms of like news, um, you know, feel free. Uh, uh, as far as news, um, Joe Biden officially announced today that uh, after 20 long years, we will finally be uh, pulling all of our troops out of Afghanistan by September 11th. I call Cap. I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I, I believe it when it happens. <laughs> like when it's September 11th and there's no troops in Afghanistan, that's when I believe it. I mean, that would be a perfect timing if, you know, on, separate, on September 11th, if you could make that announcement, that would be, that would be nice. I think that would, that would bode well. For people, but uh, yeah, how many troops are in Afghanistan at the moment? Mm-hmm. I wonder how oh, many troops, thousands, isn't it? Say again, I believe it's like a few thousand, a few thousand. Wow, uh, 2,500. Oh, no, excuse me, uh, some 2,500. U.S. troops remain in Afghanistan, and as many as 1,000 more special operation forces are also reported to be in the country, uh, compared to the 100,000 troops at the war's peak in 2011. So, 2011. We'll see. We're fighting no serious war in 2011. What the fuck? War's peak. See, that's that bullshit. See, Obama. I don't know. I I got I got that from NPR. So, um, cool. Uh, we're over time. Okay, I think we're good on time. Uh, let me see if. Greg can stay on the call to answer this question because I thought it was kind of interesting. Would y'all rather meet your ancestors or your descendants? Ancestors. Ancestors. Why, Jade? Because if I meet my ancestors, learned where they've been from, been through, there we go, learn what they know, then I can pass that information on to my descendants and know they'll be good no matter what. Hmm. Okay, George? 
Probably. Mm. I don't know. Probably my descendants. Why? Why? Uh, shit. Because there's some insight on, on the future. Nigga, George took my answer. Mm. I was going to say descendants so I can see how everything turned out in the future. I don't care about no past. I mean, I don't, I ain't going to say I don't care about the past, but I mean, I want to, I want to see what happens going forward. How far would y'all want to go? Like, if you would want to, let me rephrase that. Would you rather go uh, great, great grandchildren or great, great, great grandchildren? So we're talking, I don't know, what is that like 20, 2100 or 2150? 2150. I was going to say, I was going to say, 100, I was going to say 100 years before you, you know, you have a time frame. 2150. Okay. Yeah, 2020, 20, uh, 2021, 21. 100, oh, 100 years from today, so like so 2150 would do good for me. One, yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, I uh, I think I'll choose, I think I'll choose, I just, I'll choose the ancestors. Um, because to Talk to my first of all. Talk to my grandfather and my great grandfather and great grandmother, who I've actually been to their graves and have had many, 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 many stories of all of that stuff from our Jamaican um, background. It would be interesting to ask them a couple questions. Um, so. Yeah, just just so that I could, if you know where you were, you can understand where you are, like in present day, if you know your past. And if you can understand where you are in present day, that means you can have a better steering on what the future is. So to me, if I understand where my ancestors came from and the stuff that they had to deal with, I could probably use that and apply that to the stuff that I'm dealing with today and then hopefully make a better future for the future um but it would be cool to know what happens like what they do with 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 the name is this is it still the same name has it changed over the years is it as important as it is important to me is that last name is like still something that y'all fucking with y'all do y'all really care about it y'all even fuck with me you know what i'm saying like it's cool for me to meet you, but do you even fuck with me like that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, is it cool for you to meet your great great grandfather or some shit like that? You know, I don't know. Um, what have you heard about me? Have I started any generational curses that I, you know, because some motherfuckers might meet their great grandparents and want to slap the shit out of them because of how shit rolls downhill, and they're like, "Man, I wish you just did this different because you just caused." hundred years of fuck shit to happen in our family. So I will hope 
you know, I kick in the, you know, I open the door and I'm like, yo, and then they like, man, fuck you. And they jump on me because I'm, I was a terrible guy. So, I, you know, that would be, that'd be something, but cool. Um, nice. Uh, random stuff. Uh, for those of you who are in ATL, Atlanta, Georgia, I'm not sure if this is Georgia. You can back me up on this. If this is happening in Florida, because Florida is just as crazy as Georgia. If you are in Atlanta, okay, or you travel into the city often, the Jack Boys is outside. Okay, there has been a ridiculous increase of people jump, you know, hopping into motherfuckers' cars, stealing motherfuckers' stuff stealing their cars, all kinds of stuff like that. All centered around cars. Just be careful. Okay? Um, there was a couple shootings at Lenox Mall. There was a shooting at Phipps. Everybody be careful. That's all I'm asking. Just want to point that out. Shit ain't sweet. <laughs> Summer is approaching. And a couple days of good weather... Got some of these motherfuckers acting up. So, I repeat, the Jack Boys is outside, and they're not playing. And they're young, and they're sprightly. It was a young man, or two young men, that was that stole somebody's car. I think it was 14 and 15 years old. These niggas ain't playing with y'all, okay? Be careful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You out in the city, George? Is you have anything in Florida to say about that? Because I know it's Florida, but I, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, in my area, you know, yeah, these uh, old people ain't doing shit here. Yeah, I, I live, I live <laughs> in a nice, a decent area. Okay, George is. George just said to get that nigga shit out of here. All right, okay. <laughs> Never mind. I'm sorry I involved you, brother. I, I forgot. I'm, I'm living in a metropolitan area. You know what I'm saying? We don't. <laughs> we just deal with a. You know, we we hold some southern folks around here. Drug problem. No doubt. No I'll doubt. Method okay. around here, but you know, Probably. I mean, not in my area. You know what I'm saying? And look, um, not not. Never forget that freaking. What was it like? Two million dollar uh, drug bust they did a few years ago. I said area, bro. I'm not yes. saying county. I said area. My area. All right, I don't bro. Live like be... 20 minutes away, but okay. Exactly. That's far enough away. That's what the white people in uh, wherever the white people be at in Atlanta. 20 minutes away from them niggas. <laughs> More than that. Speaking of drug bu- speaking of drug bucks, drug bust and taking it huh? uh, way back. Y'all remember that fucking drug bust that happened at Poly? It was a or did y'all did y'all notice did y'all were y'all notified about that? It was in y'all building. Was it drug bust at Poly? I never yeah. know about anything. Oh. oh, y'all didn't know about that. Y'all didn't know. Twenty two twenty two oh six. Huge drug bust. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just a drug bust conversation <laughs> to an attack Greg conversation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, thank you, George. Like, Appreciate it, bro. Who's definitely wholesome, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey. Oh, my God. Oh. See, I'm going to lie. Both lie on, on the... 
Anyway. To these bitches, you know. Ladies don't listen. Wow. My body counts only two. <laughs> two. Okay. Thousand. One of us might. Never mind. <laughs> Hundred. Um. Uh yeah, we're gonna move on from this conversation because I don't need to disappoint each other. Listen, um, so uh, uh speaking of wholesome, did y'all watch Versus? Earth Wind and Fire versus Ozzy. No sir. Ver- uh Earth Wind and Fire versus forgot Ozzy about Bros. it. Man, that shit bro, that shit was amazing, man. I'm not gonna lie. That shit was the closest thing to a concert um I've ever seen so far. Uh, it was it was really great. Um, I don't know if you can find it online because they're cracking down on people like showing the shit. But anyway, it was dope, super cool. Um, and uh, last thing on the list is um, New Orleans tickets bought. Um, even though they tried to front on me with these prices. Niggas ain't shit. But um yeah. You have any update on uh what we doing for stay? No, not yet. Sir George? I mean, we probably have until April, May first. I mean Is that I mean I could see if time? it was like, oh, I gotta reach out to somebody who like I don't really reach out to you you talk to your dad quite often. So. I literally don't. Really? really. I don't know what your interpretation of often is, but it's not that. It's more often than I talk to my dad. So you could have you don't talk to him. You often. just talked to him like last week, bro. And I think that was last week. And that was like two weeks. That was like last week. Pretty sure it wasn't. Okay. What? You wanna fight me? Just fight me. All that to say, no. Okay. Uh, cool. Like I said, I think um, maybe to keep in mind, like, I think May first would be fine, and to find a place is not like that big of a deal. It's just. I wonder because with flights spinning back up and obviously New Orleans is always a hot spot, especially during a three-day weekend. I wonder if um, if we get in early on an Airbnb, if we need to, would that be more advantageous rather than like waiting until whenever they have to, you know, Get shaken down for a for for a place to stay. That's all. But um, yeah, I would say by probably like the next I don't know seven, ten days. Figure that out, and then if not, we just get a fly ass something. I don't know, fly ass little crib somewhere, and then that's it. So. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. I think we got. I think we're right under an hour. So I think we good. We got. I think we got a couple. Well, uh, can't go through this whole podcast, you know, without uh, 
Oh Jesus, I totally forgot about this. But yeah. Without uh staying rest in peace DMX. Yeah. Yeah. DMX um passed away. What day was that? Thursday. Was that... Ooh, what day was that? I wanna say it was last Thursday. Friday? Thursday or Friday? Might be right. Thursday or Friday. Yeah. April 9th. Officially. And uh yeah, super sad. Um I would say probably like if you you know DMX for like music, obviously, but one of you know, one on one and all the other stuff. But if you wanted to know a little bit more about like DMX's maybe like personality off of that, the music and stuff like that, um, Platinum Records and all the other stuff, watch his Drinks Champs episode. It's like three and a half hours long. It's really good. <laughs> really, really good. Because um, he, he, you get to see who he is like today because that was a that was that that was recorded in February um and it's just 100 percent just just him experiences timeline of his career what he's did I'm a music music head so you know basically saved Def Jam had three um I think his last three albums Went platinum back to back to back, um, unheard of type shit in terms of comebacks and stuff like that. So you know, wanted to know a little bit more about like how DMX looked, moved around, all the other stuff. Dope. And then also watching his verses with Snoop. Um, that happened in when did that happen? What was that January or something like that? Or Something like that. Watching his verses was... Was that last hmm? year? Might have been last year. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Salute to DMX. see him go so early. Great guy. Great, great guy. So. 50. Dada, 50. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely could have used him for a couple, you know, he, he could have impacted a lot more people. But also at the same time, he was he was in pain. I mean, unfortunately, he was he was struggling with, with drugs and stuff, which was of no fault of his own, by the way. Um, how he was introduced to drugs was not, you know, of his own will, I, I, I'd say. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Really cool, really cool dude, man. Like I said, his dream, his drinks champ episode is, is great. Like mad stories, like hella just crazy stories, man. Like it's just great. So yeah. Uh anything else? Uh I mean there's there's uh there's other sad news about what happened. Oh. A couple of days ago. 
You don't say it. I don't. I don't. I don't want to say it because I don't have his name in front of me because my phone's being used for recording. You could always say it. Um. Wow, it's funny. You say that, and the first I, I typed in Yahoo.com, and the first thing that came up: should police should the police no longer be making traffic stops? <laughs> it's not funny. But yeah, um, the oh, while I look this up, George, you you've been following a little bit of the um, Derek Chauvin trial, uh, who killed George Floyd. Um, any updates? Are they sending this nigga to jail? Uh, I say no. I mean, I think the defense is still uh, uh, laying their case, but um. Prosecution mm-hmm. like fucking yoga flame their ass. I don't I don't see how I don't see how this nigga won't I mean not nigga because I don't see how this cracker won't be found guilty. I mean it always seems that way. Nah, but like they Sympathize. got they got like the pulmonary fucking sage of six paths on the stand. And they got like a whole bunch of experts and different specialties laying it out, saying, you know, uh, George Floyd died from low oxygen, which was because mm-hmm. Derek Chauvin's knee was on uh, his neck and on his uh, mid lower back or side abdominal. And they had a. Uh, like cardiologists pretty much saying he didn't die from a heart attack because there was no scarring on the heart and mm-hmm. like they they went in depth. They got all the experts, they got the fucking Avengers of of medicine to pretty much lay out the case that yeah, he pretty much murdered this man. And then the defense, their two witnesses, the prosecution when they uh when they did the uh cross-examination, that's the word I was looking for. When they did the cross, they pretty much had them concede on certain areas or just made them lose credibility as a witness. Like, the prosecution has done a masterful job. Like, masterful. Well, I'm inclined to believe you because you usually don't use that. You use uh, compliments um, lightly <laughs> when it comes on to anything. So, <laughs> I I will take your word for it. I'm just saying, if we were to put up on the board all of the people that we know, I'm just talking about the people that we know. Like these are just the names that we can just say off the top of our head. Usually, the officers responsible don't go to jail. Just, just saying. So, um, and if they do go to jail. It ain't for no long time. I mean, it, you know, that's that's true. But it, in a lot of those cases, none of them have as much damning video as an eyewitness as this. Damning video? Um, I mean, damning video. Uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of video. <laughs> Tamir Rice was on camera. 
Um, I just saw, I just saw one of the guys. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. The I mean, I, name either. I didn't say um, didn't have Damien video. I said as Damien. Like, there's no video of a police for nine minutes, literally killing a person by suffocating them. With yeah, other officers, uh, well, I mean, also putting their body weight on there, as he's like, there's like there, there's never been as a damning video. I'm not saying there hasn't been damning video, but none of them to the magnitude of this. Fair enough. And to even uh, to tie it back into what you. Um... We're talking about because I have it pulled up. Uh, Dante Wright. Rest in peace to Dante Wright. Um, he was uh, shot and killed by a police officer, uh, Kim Porter. Well, ex-police officer, Kim Porter. Um, in Minnesota, not very far from where the Derek Chauvin trial for the murder of George Floyd is happening. Um and she, as far as and any updates go right now, she actually resigned and has been taken into custody, um, which I imagine would be so strange to have that police department taken a police officer into custody. That just, I don't know, that's just weird to me um, for the murder. And she's being charged with second degree manslaughter, not murder manslaughter so you know that's just an update on that um if you haven't seen the video i didn't see the video but i did see a picture i'm not gonna say like here and act like i did see a picture um of the interaction they tried to pull they you know routine traffic typical how many times have we heard this story Routine traffic stop. Apparently, they they stopped him because he had air fresheners on his rear view mirror or his side view mirror or something like that when he, when he was driving um, down the street. And uh, officially, they stopped him because he had expired registration tags. That was after the fact. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, technically, if they run your plates while you're driving and they find out it's expired then it would be of the fact. Okay, so, okay, so, so sorry, I have it in front of me. Here we go. Um, this is coming from Yahoo News. Uh, this article is stated, for those who want to look it up, Brooklyn Center Police Chief and the officer who shot and killed uh, Dante Wright resigned. Um, this was published April 13th, and police officials said that Wright, who was 20 years old, uh, was pulled over Sunday afternoon for an expired reg- registration when officers observed he had he also had an object hanging from his rearview mirror. Wright's mother told reporters at the scene that she received a call from her son telling her that the police had just pulled him over for having air fresheners dangling from his rearview mirror, which is illegal in Minnesota. That's illegal? What? I thought, man, I had a different view. I thought that they pulled him over. This is so stupid. I thought they pulled him over from having air fresheners on his side view mirrors. I know that looks stupid as hell, 
But I honestly thought that that's what it was. I didn't think it was the rearview mirror. The shit, we all got shit yeah. dang. Well, I, I, we all got shit dangling from my rearview mirror, right? Some people got masks dangling from their rearview mirror now. Like, just that's where they keep their masks. Um, I got a bunch of sh- not a bunch, but I got like shit from Sigma when I was online. Long story, hanging from my dangling from my uh window. I got a Jamaican flag hanging dangling from my window. Like I, that, that's that's wild. That's crazy. Um, I didn't know that was legal. Uh, when police ran Wright's name, they noted he had outstanding warrants and started to take him into custody. Okay, when he attempted to get back into his vehicle, Potter shot him. Later, Potter uh said she had meant to fire her taser at him, but had accidentally grabbed her revolver. Instead, uh, Brooklyn Center Mayor Mike Elliott had called for Potter to lose her job on Monday. Gannon said um, at the press conference that he wanted an investigation, but for all intents and purposes, I think we can look at the video and ascertain whether or not she will be returned. Um, So that's where they are and again she has been taken into custody um i want to make sure i got oh, my lines here oh they got her mugshot they got her mugshot no way hold on a second okay so according to i don't want to use fox news i'm sorry why does the report say revolver she, like they don't no they don't it's look definitely like a, a block yeah, they don't even. Anyway, um, Ken Porter. Uh, one second, one second, one second. Because I just saw something that she got released. I mean, that wouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah, true. Fair enough. Um, I just want to know. Yeah, Ken Porter, a 26 year old, 26 year veteran of the Brooklyn Center Police Department, was arrested at about 11:30 at the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, she posted bond, which was a hundred grand and was, was released later the same day. Uh, she was charged with second degree manslaughter. Uh, the, carry, the charge carries a maximum penalty of 10 years behind, bar, behind bars. So, mm. um, Yeah, I uh, very unfortunate, very sad. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's just unfortunate. And there they go showing the video. This is how people watch videos that they don't want to watch. They literally pull up the video. I'm on the website, and they defer. They pull the shit up in, in at the top of the thing. They got the video on top of the fucking. Right below the headliner, the, the the subject of the of the article. Jesus Christ, I don't want to watch. And in the shit, video, man. like when she, because it wasn't like in the video she pulled out her gun and like immediately shot him. It was more like she pulled out her gun, said taser at least both times, and then shot him. And then she's like, "Oh, I shot him." And. Asked to say what? I mean, first of all, bitch, 
you had the gun in your hand for at least five seconds. <laughs> you can't feel the difference between a block, a Glock, and a motherfucking taser. Like the significant weight difference. You supposed to be a, a twenty, a twenty-six right. year right. Uh, professional, and the president of the police union, and, and you don't know the difference between a Glock and a fucking taser. Yeah, somebody had actually posted on Instagram like, <laughs> you know, the weight difference between the two. Forget the, co- I mean, the weight difference, the color difference, the grip difference, the fact that both the grip difference, that's a good one. And um, both of those things are supposed to be on safety when you pull them and the safeties are a little different. So, and she was president of the police, of the police union, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, that's a, uh, Uh, it's unexpected. It's unacceptable. I mean, it's literally like it just seems like it's the only play, the only profession where you are um, responsible, where you can make a mistake that could kill someone. Where malpractice is not considered to be a thing. Uh, you know we talked about this at length on this podcast and we talk about it all the time but again I think it's just blatant it's just blatant they obviously don't they obviously don't give a fuck like they don't give a fuck like I I just saw an article of it um today that apparently the, the, the person that killed the guy that that not killed but the guy that um shot at Jacob Blake, when he was attempting to get back into his car, um, look up the Jacob Blake story if you don't know, listeners, but Jake, Jacob Blake, they pulled him over, pulled him out of his car, tried to get back into his car. They thought, quote unquote, they were he was trying to reach for a knife. They proceeded to shoot him several times in his back, permanently paralyzing him. Okay. He is now, you know, paralyzed and that police officer that did that to him is now back I believe this was in Kenosha mm-hmm. um, is now back on the police force <laughs> once again and that was also caught on video once again <laughs> they this just doesn't seem like something that they have any intention of fixing. Because to them, I don't think it needs to be fixed. Like, there's no need to to fix it. And it's just unfortunate that you can, you know, be a, you know, a regular Black person either walking down the street and breathing or walking down the street with skills or walking down the street and having a conversation or driving in your car, minding your business. Sleeping um, in your bed, and minding your business. Sleeping in your own bed, minding your business, looking out your window, minding your business. You can call the cops yourself and still somehow find sitting yourself in, arrested. Sitting on your own couch <laughs> in your own apartment, minding your business. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, um, defending yourself against someone else and end up getting, you know, pull out your wallet and stuff like that. All of these different things and minor traffic stop, you miss a taillight, it can end up being the end of your life. Meanwhile, we have literal... I was talking about Jack Boys being outside. Bruh, as soon as this fucking vaccine came out, came out and the weather got nice... Mass shootings just magically came back. And for some reason, if these niggas don't kill themselves first, they seem to always find a way to be detained and promptly captured and sent off and shipped without issue. Um, Just very interesting that it seems like you could be you're safer as a white mass shooter. You have less of a chance of dying with that than you do at a, what they would deem standard procedure traffic stop. It's interesting. It's really interesting. Um, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate, man. This sucks. And it's like, what do you do? Can't do anything. Like, I'm going to stay in my house. Well, people have gotten shot in their house. Right? Or I'm going to tint my windows. You know what I'm saying? I'm really big on that. Like, personally. Like, I'm going to tint my windows. But when I get my new car, whenever that is... Um, I'm going to tint my windows and all that other stuff, but still get pulled over. No matter how nice your car is, no matter how new it is, somebody walk past and they can say, hey, is that a black person? And pull you over. Um, I saw a video today of somebody that recorded them getting pulled, up, pulled over at, on the highway for doing 65 and a 70. Mm. <laughs> they pull, he pulled them over for doing 65 and a 70 didn't give him give him a reason why and started asking him questions about where he was going, who the car belongs to, and where he was coming from. Police comes back, gives him a warning, walks off. Guy says, hey, what'd you pull me over for? Police says, have a nice day, drives off. What? <laughs> what? Hey, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. Um... So yeah, that happened this week too. It's crazy, in man. Virginia. Well, I mean, at least he he lived. Well, that didn't happen this week. The video came out this week. It actually happened in December. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. dude that got pepper spray? Did that nigga dirty, man. They did him dirty. This nigga <laughs> they did him dirty. For what? Like I Calm, it's calm, first salute to that man. As calm as this dude has been, like was in that video, I, that's that military training right there. Like, I could not be. That's facts. I mean, I I think he was like a second lieutenant or something. So he's like, I guess he you know he's seen some shit. Had to because a regular nigga is not gonna be that calm. I know how you know people want to you know. I know we're a little bit older and that shit doesn't matter, but most niggas would be like, I'm gangster nigga. I've been seeing niggas die in front of me and da 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 da. Bro, when you have a gun pointed in your face and that's never happened to you before, 
and it's by the police, <laughs> you know, you know you may potentially die and not. It's one thing to think that you might die beefing with somebody, but it's another thing when you think you're going to end up dying because of what? In the name of what? You, you, and by somebody who you know is not going to jail for it. There's not no justice or vengeance or nothing. You're just going to end up this big-ass fucking topic for maybe a month, and then you'll fade away, and your family's left there grieving. So for him to be as calm as he was was amazing. Nigga straight up and said, he's like, yo, I'm scared to get out of my car. The fucking police said, you should be scared to get out of your car. What? <laughs> what? Like, it, that's wild, bro. That's some wild You're about shit. to get that check, though. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. And then you got to wonder, like, where's the check going to come from? Tax dollars? Is it going to come from anywhere where the police get, is going to fill it? You're going to get it's double tax dollars. You're going to get it from that settlement you're going to get. And then if you smart, you're going to file a claim with the VA when it gets out for PTSD, using that whole situation, and get a check from that. For the rest of his life. I hope so, man. They fired that police officer too, but yeah, it's just another unfortunate um situation. Man, Benjamin Crump be on it, boy. This nigga, he is like right there. Can he fly? I guess so. Nigga, this, this, this nigga. <laughs> Dude is always like front and center when these things happen. It's, it's crazy. Partially disturbing. Um, yeah, a little bit, right? Like how quick that happens. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, man. Dante, twenty years old, boy. I mean, what the fuck were we doing at twenty years old? <laughs> like, man, there's like a whole lot of inter. Uh, come on, man. Intersection. Intersections, interconnections with these situations. Like, I believe George Floyd's girlfriend taught Dante in high school. Mm hmm. I saw that too. And then the dude in Virginia, his wife is cousins with, is it Eric Gardner? Mm Yeah, I'm. I'm be honest, man. Like, like with all of these things, you know, George, you saying that they, they, you know, with Derek Chauvin, they have a a masterful case ahead of them. Um, another name that I want to th- you know throw out there, Alton Sterling, the dude that straight up on camera. I think he's in jail. I'm not gonna act like he's not in jail. I'm not gonna go that far. I know he's in jail. I don't know if they sentenced him yet because it's been like three years. So he's been in jail for three years. So fair enough. But the guy that shot, <laughs> you know, someone point blank in the back for running from him at a standstill, like he was fucking hunting a deer or some shit like that. Like, you know, I, I think about cases like that and cases like this with, with, with Dante. I, I mean, it's already being written. She got second degree manslaughter, which is a maximum of 10 years. Do they ever give out the maximum in these cases? I just I just don't know. She was able to resign. Was she able to resign? I don't know if the mayor actually accepted her resignation letter. 
Well, she resigned, and whether or not he's going to accept it or not, and I, I know that dictates maybe she gets her pension, maybe she won't. Depends. Um, but yeah, all that stuff to take in consideration. It's just it's just hard to to look at a black person and say like, "Yo, justice is going to be served." After all of the stuff that we've seen with these trials, with these waiting for things retroactively happening. Um, you know, I'm just not sure. Like, I see, I see it when I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we saw a police officer who was drunk walk into somebody's house and shoot, shoot a nigga. And how much time Speaking did she get? That, I think it was ten years. Speaking of that case, her uh, her appeal hearing is sometime next week. Yeah. And she only been in jail for like what something like eighteen that. months or something. Not long enough. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, ten years. If they gave this, I'm just thinking about the math of it all. If they charged her with a maximum penalty, she they like we're talking about this um the, this Kim Porter, um, ex officer who killed Dante Wright at a traffic stop. They charged her with second-degree manslaughter. And I'm not saying that they can't upgrade the charge after further investigation and stuff like that. I'm just saying, as it is presently presented, she has second-degree manslaughter, which only carries a maximum penalty of 10 years. So if they gave her... Best-case scenario, they gave her, you know, super guilty. She's only going to serve 10 years in jail. Is that enough for someone who is a 26-year veteran of a, a, a police officer who mistakenly fired and shot and killed uh, a twenty-year-old at a traffic stop? Is that is that? I don't know if that equates to justice. Uh, I, you know, maybe the family has a different version of it, and whatever they say goes. Sure, maybe that is, but to me, I don't know if those numbers add up. You killed him, and you're only going to serve ten years for killing him. I, I I don't know. I, I just to me the math isn't gonna make sense, and that's if they give her the full sentence, right? Like we've seen how hard that's been to get the full sentence. Did they ever serve their full time between the the what the judge says and what they're convicted of, and then they can appeal. And then, I, I, I I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. Hate to be a pessimist, but. I'm just doing the math of what we saw so far. At least she's in jail. Or, excuse me, she's not in jail. She may bond. So, we'll see. Michael Brown, Stephen Clark, Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner. Yeah. That's... Um, all right, that's it. I think that filled in an extra 30 minutes. That was super good. Um, Jay, is there nothing else? Um, take us out. Oh, 
I was indisposed, but okay. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.